Welcome back to Take a Minute. I'm your host, Andy B. The town of Carbondale, Colorado will have a town trustee election on Tuesday, April 5th. There are eight candidates running, including two incumbent trustees. On today's show, we'll be talking with three of the Carbondale town trustee candidates and learn about their life experiences leading them to run for office. You will learn about Chris Sassig, Colin Quinn, and Luis Yanez. Next week, at the same time at 4 p.m., we'll talk with the remaining candidates. We have asked every candidate that accepted our interview invitation the same questions and had some great conversations. Take a listen and enjoy the show. Hi, my name is Chris Hassig. I'm running for town trustee. What is your favorite thing to do? I um, get a lot of joy out of variety in life, but um, one of my favorite things to do is to DJ on KDNK. Um, I also love telemark skiing and uh, making art. Why have you chosen to stay in Carbondale? It's home for me, and I have found a a really great community here. I think that's the main thing. Um, And having institutions like KDNK is sort of part of that. But there's just a great combination of both the the outdoor world and, and and a beautiful environment and a sort of funky, inclusive, artistic culture. And having the two of those things is, is pretty uh, unique, I think. Yeah. Now, do you have any pets? Uh, I do not. My parents have a dog. Okay, cool. If you, if you, what would you prefer, cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay, cool. I'm allergic to uh, cats, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite restaurant in town? Oh, my gosh. Um, ooh. <laughs> I would say I eat at Pepino's the most, for sure. <laughs> but oh, um, I also love Ashkawa and um, the Fat Thai and cool. well, Batch. <laughs> do you do any sports? I do. I am a very avid telemark skier. Um, I also enjoy getting out into the canyon country and the high mountains in the summer and backpacking, pack rafting. Um, also, uh, a little bit of biking. If you could do one sport year-round, what would that be? I think it would have to be the, the telemark skiing. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a whole day to yourself, what would you do? Um, if I had a whole day to myself. Oh, man, okay. Well, I guess I would, yeah, I would love to get up early and go um, skin up somewhere and take a, take a ski run in the morning and then come uh, back down to Carbondale and have some lunch somewhere in town and uh, go make some art uh, at the at Saw. What else would I do? I would um, would love to see some of my friends and my family and community and uh, have a have some kind of get together either the you know afternoon or evening. Maybe go to the Crystal and see what movie they've got going. Um, go to Steve's and. See, <laughs> see what uh, show they have going on. Maybe, maybe do the maybe do the matinee movie and the <laughs> little late show at Steve's. <laughs> and that's that'll that'll probably get me through a day. That'd be great. What is something you've experienced that made you want to run for a trustee? Um, I guess for me, a lot of what has um, propelled me to run is just having conversations with people, and uh, I'm constantly. It's hard not to talk about Carbondale when you're yeah. when you're talking to people, and um, I just have noticed uh, 
a little bit of a change in mood sometimes with people this last year uh, and a certain heaviness on people's hearts. And I don't I guess maybe some of it is the pandemic, but um, there did seem to be a lot of uh, of anxiety amongst people about the future of Carbondale and trying to protect what we have and and improve the things that we like. And um, so to me, that those conversations sort of were the seed for me of saying, letting this anxiety just uh, stew amongst my, myself as well. Uh, I'm pretty solutions oriented. So my thought process sort of went to, well, what can you do about this? And, and one way is to get involved in the government. And What's something that you've done that you're proud of? One thing that I'm uh, proud of was I, I spent, um, this was actually very hard, but I did spend six months taking care of a artist mentor of mine um, who was dying of ALS and I was his everything person kind of helping him get up in the morning and use the bathroom and help him interpret and um, it was a really powerful experience very probably the hardest experience I've gone through in my life but um, it was a it was definitely a moment where there was a need and I was sort of found myself unexpectedly in this situation. I became incredibly close with him and his wife, and I still am very close with his, he died, but I'm very close with his wife and his son. And um, just being being there and being of service to somebody like that, and also helping him, he's an artist, helping him maintain his creativity. He uh, had this amazing final year of art making where he got all of his friends and all of his neighbors and he painted them and he did portraits of he did like 500 portraits or something like that and every day we would get him set up and it was hard every day was harder because he was his body was 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 failing him but we you know he started out with with his right hand and then he had to go to his left hand and then he had to go to two hands at the very end he had to have a paintbrush on the top of his head attached to his head Um, but he made beautiful portraits and it was just being able to, you know, help him do that was really special to me. Kind of on that note is like, is there anything that you kind of struggle with in life? Um, I guess for me, a lot of times I struggle, uh, with, uh, having a diversity of interests and trying to, trying to focus my energy on, um, things. I really, um, I really hope to bring my full energy to this job, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, it's, it is always hard to decide how to, how to focus your energy and, and how to main, maintain your sense of purpose in, in, in your different activities. Cause yeah. they, you come to these points of, of struggle and sort of doubt, self doubt a lot of times. And especially art making is, is kind of a very, you have to have a certain amount of courage to, to put yourself out there and say, this is me. Um, and so struggling with doubt and struggling with, you know, block and those kinds of things. Yeah. Is there a time that you've shown strong leadership skills? Um, well, I would like to, I would hope that I've done it a good job. I'm the vice president of the board on KDNK and, um, I think we've gone through, you know, some, we've had uh, some ups and downs and, and had to deal with staff turnover and things of that nature. Um, and I think I've done a, a good job of trying to keep the organization, you know, keep its eye on the North Star of, you know, who, 
who we are and, and, you know, really serving the community and, um, keeping the funky soul of the place alive. So that dealing both with the sort of banal logistics of running the organization, dealing with the, the inter, you know, interpersonal, um, trying to make sure everybody can get along <laughs> and then also trying to, you know, uh, sketch out a coherent vision that for the organization where we're, you know, we understand where we're going sort of spiritually or <laughs> visionarily. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> um, my name is Colin Quinn. How long have you lived in Carbondale? Um, I moved here in 2016. What's your favorite thing to do? Well, it's kind of a cliche answer, but I love hanging out with my family. Um, being outside and, you know, enjoying the things that we have in this valley, like going skiing with my family, might be one of my favorite things to do. Why have you stayed in Carbondale? We were trying to move here for a while before 2016. And before 2016, we were living in Mozambique. It's a country in Southern Africa. And then my, my father-in-law who lived, lived in Basalt got sick. So we kind of made the move to come to Carbondale and, you know, I've never looked back. I love the, the sense of community here. The outdoors, of course, um, just the people, the arts, the culture. It's kind of just the ideal community, I think. So I can't imagine a better place to live. Do you have any pets? I don't have any pets. Which one would you do? Cats or dogs if you could have? I'm, I'm definitely pets. more of a dog person than a dog. cat person. I grew up with um, maybe not, not cats or dogs, but I had an iguana. <laughs> um, I had a couple birds. I had fish. So all sorts of pets, but never really cats or dogs. Of any restaurant, what's your favorite? Hmm, that's a good question. The one that comes to mind is Nepal down in Glenwood. Um, Indian Nepalese food is is my favorite. So, okay. and they they make good food. So that comes to mind as as my favorite restaurant at the top of my head. The rest there's a restaurant I went to in Washington D.C. once called Founding Farmers. It's just really good fresh food. Um, so that's all. That's another one of my favorite. If anyone's in Washington, D.C., I recommend it. Cool. Do you play any sports? Yeah. Um, yeah, I love I love soccer. I play soccer, cool. coach soccer. Um, I ski, ride mountain bikes, kind of the, the typical local sports around here. If you could do any one of those sports year-round, which one would that be? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I think biking's my favorite sport both mountain and road biking, all sorts of biking. So if I could do that year round, that'd be it. But, you know, growing up, it was definitely soccer. I wanted to be a, a soccer player my whole life. So maybe things have changed as I, as I got older. If you could have one day to yourself to do anything, what would you do? I'm about to turn 40. So I'm going to, I think I might get that day to myself soon. And I'm going to tell you what I'm planning to do, which is, I guess is what I would do. Yeah. So I'm going to wake up, um, uh, I'm going to make a nice breakfast of like bacon and eggs and toast, hang out with my family, have breakfast with my family. I'm going to go ski um, either Highlands or Snowmass with myself and anyone who wants to go. Uh, I'm going to relax after that and come home kind of early, go skiing early, come home at early, like kind of like you did today at around two. I'm going to grill in my backyard with my family. Um, invite my, my brother and sister, uh, my parents, and some friends over. And then, if I can, relax in a hot tub and, um, and go to sleep. <laughs>
What's something that you've experienced that made you want to run for office? Yeah, that's a really good question, Andy. Um, you know, I think Carbondale is kind of at a, a period in history or in, in, its, in its history where it's changing a lot. So I think if there's one single sentence I could say or one thing I could say that makes me want to run is that I don't want to look back in 10 years and say Carbondale's changed in a way or doesn't have the same values that it did and we could have done things about it and we could have done things about it now um, and then kind of regret those decisions later. So that's why that's why I want to run. I also, you know, as we talked about earlier, I, I love Carbondale, like the community. feel so lucky to live here. I want to um, give back to the community. And so that's the, those are a couple things that make me want to run. What's something in life that you're proud of? Back in, this was 2013, my wife and I, we kind of took a, um, took a risk and we moved from, we were living in Washington, D.C. at the time, and we moved to Mozambique in, in Southern Africa um, to help with the program to help um, communities there adapt to climate change. So I'm proud of the fact that we kind of made that leap and take risks that way um, to do things we care about. So I'm really proud of that. Uh, I'm also proud of, you know, the moving to Carbondale after that to be closer to family, to be with our family. So simple things like that, spending time with people we like, care about. What's one time that you've shown strong leadership skills? Hmm. Well, I think over the, I've been serving as the, um, the chair of the Carbondale Environmental Board since, I think, 2017. And over that time, there's been a lot of um, there's been a lot of times when it's been really challenging. Um, there's been, you know, we don't always, we don't, al- we often stand up for things that people don't think are popular, but what that we, that we think are right. Um, for example, we kind of address, we address climate change pretty aggressively. Um, and sometimes that's not exactly what people want to hear. I think working through the environmental board over the last five or six years, we've had to, had some kind of some uncomfortable situations where we've had to show leadership as a group and also kind of as an individual, as the chair, um, to get things done ar- around town. So uh, I think that's one example. Just making the hard decisions to get stuff done that needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. And like, for example, right now there's the, the Carbondale Comprehensive Plan that um, is, about, is under review. And, um, you know, making sure that, that climate change is front and center in that plan uh, has been a, has been a challenge, and I think it's a challenge that a lot of people have gotten on board with. But without our, our leadership, I think it would have been, uh, and other people's leadership, like Clear, for example, it wouldn't have necessarily been there. So it, it kind of takes um, it takes a little effort. Yeah. Yeah. What's something that you struggle with in life? Yeah, that um, that's a great question. Yeah, you know, I struggle a lot with thinking about how to spend spend my time. As I'm, you know, as I'm getting older, I think about that a lot is how we spend our time is kind of our most important thing. Um, you know, I often feel like I'm being pulled in lots of directions and over committing and, and I may forget about the things that are most important. Um, so I, I really try not to do that, but it's certainly not my strength. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, you know, Andy, thanks for, thanks for having us. Having us having us on air and doing this. Um, thanks for coming. Yeah, n- nothing else to add. I re- I really appreciate it, and yeah, thanks for the time. And now we'll hear from Luis Yanez. How long have you lived in Carbondale? So I have lived in Carbondale um, six and a half years now. Um, 
So that would be going back to 2015? 15, no, 20, 14. Yeah, 2014. Yeah, sorry. Um, and then moved here to the Valley in 2009. Yeah. What made you want to stay in Carbondale? Wow. <laughs> I think everything. I think, honestly, just, you know, not having lived here full time in Carbondale, but having been in the Valley, you're always aware of, you know, the vibrancy that there is here. But I think yeah. it changes the game once you live in town full time. And, and so for me, being able to experience that first, you know, mountain fair, um, knowing that I was going to live here in Carbondale um, and just every all the vibrancy of the community really made me realize that I wanted to be here. Yeah, it's definitely a good community. Mm-hmm. So, what's your favorite thing to do? Anything. Whoa, my favorite anything. Um, probably my favorite thing is to um, spend time in the ocean, which is ironic because mm-hmm. I live in Carbondale. But uh, surfing has always been a big passion of mine. So whenever I get to do that, it's probably one of my purest things I enjoy. So let's get to know you a little bit. Sure. So do you have any pets? I do. I have a dog, Enzo. He's 12 years old. Adopted him. And uh, yeah, he's great. Uh, So what's your favorite restaurant out of... I'm not going to limit you to (laughs) the local ones. Not I'm just to Carbondale? Not to any restaurant. I'm going to suggest you stay local, mm. but you can choose any restaurant. Um, whew, Wow, that is a tough question. There's <laughs> many people on the spot. You know, as much as I want to stay local, my one of my favorite restaurants, the my favorite restaurant is actually in uh, in Peru. It's a Peruvian restaurant, and that's where my family's from. So, unfortunately, there are no Peruvian restaurants here in uh, the Valley. There is a good one, a couple good ones in Denver. They're good, but you can't, you know, go wrong when you go to the source. So, um, yeah, there's there's a, um, it's called uh, La Chosica. That was the name. La Chosica is the name of the restaurant. Do you play any sports? Like skiing? Um, yeah, I like to snowboard, um, like to play, you know, pick up basketball. It's always fun. Uh, play volleyball in the rec league here. So I try to stay active. If you uh, could do one sport year round, what would that be? Surfing. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a whole day to yourself, what would you do? Tell us the schedule from morning to night. A whole day to myself? Well, I probably balance it between being able to spend time with my family, having them all together. Um, it'd be great to have my extended family too, because I have lots of aunts and uncles, and then be able to kind of spend a day on the beach, and uh, you know, then enjoy maybe a night out by the campfire. So. What brings you joy? <laughs> what brings <laughs> me joy? You know, my my kids, I think, bring me a lot of joy seeing how they have grown up here you know we moved here when they were four and eight um so they've been through the school system and and seeing how much joy they get in their own pursuits you know their passions uh you know one is music one is rock climbing that really brings me joy because i think those are things that had we not lived here in the valley and in carbondale and then them having grown up here i don't think it's something be curious they'd be very different people so but they bring me a lot of joy when i see that
What is something that you've experienced that made you want to run for a town trustee? You know, the, the closeness of the community. Um, how passionate people are here about um, Carbondale, you know, um, a, as, a, as a town. Um, that is what I think really inspired me and realized that I wanted to make sure that things, like our town was managed well. What's something that you've done that you're proud of? Something that I've done that I'm proud of. Um, I think I'm most proud of really being part of the current town board through COVID. Um, that was something that I don't think obviously anybody had expected, but realizing how you know, everybody needs the essential functions of a town government. And so during COVID, I think I was really proud to be part of that because I saw a, um, just a huge outpouring of community support, you know, at, at every level. And so everybody, you know, thinking about each other, realizing what can we do to help each other that I feel t that was a real problem for me. Yeah. Is there something that you struggle with in life? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dad, deep, deep questions. <laughs> um, you know, I think I, I sometimes struggle with depression. I, I honestly think it's 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 easy to sometimes go really dark and be, um, you know, not as as hopeful when you start to look at the world around you. You start to worry like, oh my God, where is this headed? And you want to leave a better world for life, you know, for the next generation. And so, that I think is what probably really shakes me. I'll say, yeah. But I try not to dwell on that. <laughs> What's one time that you've shown strong leadership skills? <laughs> one time I've showed strong leadership skills. Um, I think for me it was really professionally around. Um, actually, I think there's two instances. One I think I can talk to you professionally. The other one more personally. Um, professionally, probably around uh, working back when I was working um, for the Aspen Art Museum, really being a part of the team that helped build that museum, um, you know, bring it to what it is now from what started as a very small um, institution. So that I felt really, you know, uh, proud of that moment uh, and, and, you know, was a, what I felt was a strong leader through that process. Um, other times where I've, you know, had that essence where I feel that I've been strong in my leadership skills. Um, <laughs> it's funny, I was going to say it, but it's been helping with coaching youth sports. Like, I feel like that's been a really fun part to kind of see, like, you know, kids look up to you and you're trying to give them, you know, skills that can help them, you know, either on the court, out on the field, other areas where you, you feel that, that proudness is, as, as seeing them become their leaders themselves. So it's, yeah. that's always, I think, a fun part for me. Um, so. Is there anything else you'd like to add to any of that? Anything else? Um, you know, I, I want to say that it's been amazing to see the outpouring of interest uh, amongst the community for these um, positions of, of, of town government and leadership. Mm -hmm. So that to me 
leads me to think that we're in a great place for the next generation because I know everyone is doing it because they care about this community. So um, I hope people will get out there and vote um, on April 5th and really, you know, get also involved in this community any way you can. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Take a Minute. On this show, we have talked to three of the Calvadero Town Trustee candidates running for the election this April 5th. Stay tuned next week at 4 p.m. here on KDNK to hear from the remaining candidates. Have a good afternoon. Thank you.